Mark chapter 14, Mark chapter 14, verses 26 through 32, and Luke chapter 22, verses 54 through 62. Mark 14 reads in the King James Version, and when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And Jesus saith unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. But after that I am risen, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will not I. And Jesus saith unto him, Verily, I say unto you that this day, even in this night, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But he spake the more vehemently, if I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Likewise also said they all, and they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit ye here while I shall pray. Luke chapter 22, 54 through 62, King James Virgin. Then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest house. And Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of an hour, after another confidently affirmed saying of a truth, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately while, yet, while he yet spake, the cock crew, and the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord how he had said unto him before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Lord, please bring a word for your people right now, an on-time word for your people to lift us up, to get us out of our ruts, to bring us to a place of understanding that we all have to endure pressures in life. And as we go through the present life, sometimes it'll bring some things out of us that we may not have known was in us. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, but sometimes, Lord, you want us to get to know who we are and understand our limitations and understand what we can and cannot do. But we thank you, Lord, for your grace because it's always everlasting and sufficient. And we ask for you, Lord, to lift us up in this hour right now. To bring us a word, Lord, to make us better people, better servants, and better kingdom members for your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. And to take your seat, I want to speak to you from the subject, it's not over. It's not over. Amen. It's, it's not over. Uh, there, there's 
you know, back in the day when we didn't have video games, we played with some crazy stuff, you know. And I remember we used to sometimes get rubber bands and just stretch them. And sometimes we had the long rubber bands, and one of my, my sister or my brother would grab one end and we'd grab the other just to see how far we could stretch it. Now, when it popped, whoo, it hurt. At least one of us anyway, amen. <laughs> or somebody might get scared and let it go. But the thing about it is you, you don't know how far you can stretch it. You can feel the tension, but you really don't know how far you can stretch it, really, until it breaks. <laughs> oh, my God. When enough pressure is applied to anything, at, at a point, it will break. The problem is that no one really knows exactly what point the object will break. It all depends on the elasticity of the material. You can begin to feel the tension, but you really don't know when it will break. The Bible in Romans 6, and, uh, 6, 1 and 2 even implies that God has a breaking point. What shall we do then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. This is to say that God will usher grace for a while. But the while even he has a breaking point. The disturbing thing is that he does not say at what point God's grace runs out. If I knew the exact point, Brother Dre, I could be confident that whatever I do would be okay because I will know what point I need to stop. But he doesn't tell us what point. Therefore, there is an uneasiness that keeps me wondering. Just like the rubber band, most of us don't know our own limitations. When we do not know where, uh, when we do not know where our limitations are, when you do not already know, uh, <laughs> you, you are not ready to deal with the battle. Life sometimes becomes a great battle, and sometimes become torturesome. I know it is not many of you out there that understand that life isn't easy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you can take some notes from the mature adults, they'll tell you, just keep on living. Some of us have never been uh, to a breaking point. Therefore, this sermon may become irritating to you because life has not dealt you a hand that causes you to doubt why God even has you here. Oh, Jesus understood human limitations. After they had taken communion, Jesus told them that one of them was going to be offended by them that night. The disciples had just passed the Judas test. All of them were wondering what else could go wrong. They were still excited about passing the test and not being the devil. Now they had passed the test and now Jesus was blowing their high. You know how it is when you pass a test. You just want a moment to celebrate and let everybody know you got an A on the test. And now Jesus is, is telling them it's another test. Jesus went on to tell Peter, you're going to deny me. And, 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 and before the night is over, Peter rose up and said, not I. Have you ever been through a long night? See, see, I know we always say weeping may endure for a night, but have you been through a long night? Come on, sometimes. Sometimes our night lasts six months. Sometimes our night lasts a year. Some of us are still waiting for the morning to come, but weeping may endure for a night. But what about if it's a long night? 
Peter thought he was strong and indestructible. He had walked on water. Jesus called him the rock on which the church would be built. When no other disciples knew who Jesus was, he said he had to revelate and say, Thou art the, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Peter tried to split a soldier's head open, but in the midst of it, cut his ear off, trying to cut, trying to kill the soldier. Peter wasn't a joke, but Peter didn't know himself. He only knew himself as a winner. See, when you win all the time, it's tough to lose. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't hear me. But but, but see, when Peter had only known walking on water, Peter had only known getting the revelations right, Peter had only known successes, and he didn't know his own limitations. The vast majority of us don't know our own selves. We don't know our limitations and we make rash, radical statements. People that don't know themselves become critical of other people. They don't understand how you broke. They begin to ask, how did you let this happen? Why did you take that? If you really was a Christian, they, they want to send you emails and text messages, motivational, emotionally detached sermonettes telling you why you should not have broken. Oh, I'm here to preach to you today because they themselves have never been tested. They've never had the pressure applied to their lives in just the right place, and they don't believe that they can break. But there is a breaking point inside of everyone. I would love to tell you that when you get to the breaking point, you won't break. I would love to tell you that true Christians, true believers, don't break if it didn't go against my theological foundational truths. Come on, somebody. Because he told me to take up my cross and follow him. He didn't say take up my good time. He didn't say take up my business. He didn't say take up my lectures. He said take up my suffering. Take up my cross and follow me. That's what he said do. So the only thing I can promise you is suffering. Oh, if I could teach that you wouldn't break, I wouldn't need to even advertise an offering. We sell so many CDs and so many DVDs that we pay this building off debt free. If I could just tell you that you wouldn't break. Oh, I, everybody has a breaking point. I know we say there's a mother's love, but every now and then a mama get tired. Johnny, if you go to jail one more time, mama ain't coming to get you. Yeah, husband, if you stay out late one more night, I'm, I'm, I'm going, you, you, you're going to have to get you another place to stay. There's a point that all of us can get pushed. If the boss clown me one more time, if, if she knocks this chip off my shoulder, I know something. If this waitress is past me by one more time, I'm going to trip her up. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying we all have a breaking point. Keep pushing that quiet person if you want to. When you keep pushing, you'll start finding out why when the when when they go and they, 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 the news person arrives on the scene and there's a mass murderer, they always say, well, he was quiet and kept to himself. Keep on messing with that little petite woman. Keep talking about her child a few minutes more if you want to. Y'all don't understand. We all have a breaking point. Instead in the Bible, so many men of God, you went through a breaking point. They went through a time in their lives where they wanted to throw in their hands in the air and quit. 
Makes me want to holler. Feeling like Marvin Gaye up in here. What's going on? I'm ready. Moses did many acts of valor and called ten plagues through God on the Egyptian cause the Red Sea to split. But, 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 but when the Jews got on his last nerve, he told God to kill him. Elijah called fire down to a water-soaked stone altar, uh, uh, talked and, and killed 450 prophets of Baal all by himself. But when Jezebel said she wanted to kill him, he went up on a juniper tree asking God to die and be with his fathers. Job talked real tough in the beginning. Naked I came in the world and naked I shall return. The Lord gives and the Lord take away. But as the battle got worse, he said, curse be the day I was born. Curse be the womb that I was forming and curse be the breast that nursed me. Paul did mighty works of God. But when the pressure got so intense, he said, I was pressed above measure so much I despaired of life. Jacob was a faithful man of God, wrestled with God and won the battle, walking away with only a limp his name to Israel because of his faithfulness but he got so much bad news and he got the last piece of bad news he hung his head and went in depression there is a breaking point in your life that's a part of the process oh a breaking point that helps you to develop the strength in your faith is only when you face the reality of your human limitations that you are able to experience the true power of God as long as life continues to give you some stuff you can handle you will be able to worship yourself in a pseudo faith and talk about how good you are you know I'm all that I'm the sandwich the chip and the, and the Capri Sun baby you think you indestructible but once you become split and hurt confused this combobulated and come face to face with your limitations, you begin to talk like Israel. You will say, oh, if that was not for the God being on my side, I don't know where I would be. I would have been swallowed up. God can't use people who never fallen, who never got dirty because they'll look their noses down at other folk and talk about you and point their finger and be judgmental people. Busy about it. Stick their nose into your business. But when you ever get to the breaking point it's a humbling experience if you ever been through the breaking point it changes your personality if you ever been through the breaking point it changes your disposition have you ever been to a point where you went against all your own rules your own standards your own pet peeves have you ever done something you thought you would never do have you ever done something you like to do but didn't like that you were doing it? Oh, have you ever been had to a breaking point where you were uncertain about everything, every decision about you, everybody around you? You weren't sure about yourself. You weren't sure about your friend. You weren't sure about your environment. You weren't even sure about the Lord. Oh, if you don't know this feeling, you ain't got to the breaking point yet. Peter thought that he was not going to do anything wrong. He told Jesus, you must be mistaken. You a crazy man when you start telling Jesus he wrong. <laughs> because he was too strong to do something like that. And we act like we wouldn't deny Jesus, we act like we'd be so strong, but James tells us we all fall short of the glory of God. And if you say you have not, you a liar. Stop judging Peter. You Peter too. Or Peter Etta, you somebody. 
The Bible graphically describes this ordeal between Peter and the Lord as the night progresses and the pressure increases. You begin to see the decline in the relationship between Peter and Jesus. If you read the text carefully, you will notice the little subtle things and the pressure begins. You begin to see Peter fall further and further behind Jesus and the soldiers that were guiding him to the judgment location. He began to follow Jesus, but a fall off. Oh, he still comes to church, but, but he's following the fall. There's it's danger of not walking closely with God. God doesn't like it when we lag behind because he said, if you draw nigh to me, I draw nigh unto you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I will be your God and you shall be my people. You will be surprised about the number of people that come to church but follow him or fall off. Secret Christians. Undercover agents with covert lifestyles when the pressure's on. They can go either way. They don't want to come. They don't want to be too strong and committed to anything. They don't want to get involved in anything. They don't want to join any committee. They don't want to come to Sunday school. They don't want to do young adult trips. They don't want to go to mature adult outings. They attend church. You see them in the same pew they follow, but they follow or fall off. They love the Lord, but it's in secret. They pray, but they don't want nobody to know they're praying for their food. <laughs> Peter stopped and warmed himself by the fire. Warmed himself at the enemy's fire. You cannot serve God and mammon. You have to decide this day who you're going to serve. You have to be careful of where you draw your strength from, Samson. Under the pressure. When you are under pressure, you will stay away. Uh, when you're not under pressure, you will stay away from certain individuals. But when the pressure comes, uh, <laughs> Peter began to get comfortable with the warmth of the secular. Some of us cannot get out of the certain dilemmas because we keep compromising our faith in God and putting it in a woman, a man, a car, money, career, etc. Peter was a disciple handpicked by God. But he was warming himself by the fire of the world. Some of us have slipped into an apathetic stance in our faith. We don't pray like we used to. I thought about that song I told y'all not to sing no more. We don't pray like we used to. We don't preach like we used to. I said, don't ever sing that again. But it's true. It just ain't nothing to be singing to be joyful about. You understand? But <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to get up and preach after all this negativity? <laughs> They don't pray like they used to. They don't preach like they used to. They don't sing like they used to. Well, sit down. Jesus. <laughs> but we don't sometimes. People have noticed that any inconvenience in church upsets you. When the preacher was long a few months ago, you would get excited. Now it gets on your nerves. Now, a few more people have joined the church, even in the pandemic, and some are, and some uh, you are in your uh, they are in your self-proclaimed assigned See, Now you got an attitude. The same person that will go to the Redskins game or whatever their name is now, sit on 64 and turn on next speed traffic for four hours, park way back in the parking lot. Sometimes not even park in the parking lot. When I went with Diggins Man, we were way down the street somewhere. Walked a good Two, three miles, got in shape, had six packs for the day. But at the end of the day, that was a play on words, wasn't it? Well, it was good. <laughs> 
Go way up in the nosebleed section and watch a game you can see better on TV. But brag that you were there and getting mad because you got stuck at the light for five more seconds than usual when you leave in church. Oh, no one noticed that you come to church with your priorities all messed up. You still carry your Bible, but you don't read it anymore. You just bring it because you're supposed to. You follow the Lord, but like Peter, you follow afar off. When we do this, we risk coming to the breaking point. The odd thing about the scene with Peter is that Peter could see Jesus and Jesus could see him. But Peter was surrounded by the secular warming himself with the worldly resources. He had become a neutralized soldier. Oh, see, y'all don't hear me. See, Satan wants to neutralize you. He wants you. He wants to make you ineffective. He will either dilute you or pollute you. He will dilute you and cause you to lose your strength or he will pollute you with so much foreign matter that you will begin to cease being what you are meant to be. That is why you have to be careful of who you talk to because people will pollute your spirit. Stop hanging around people that always bring you bad news. Every now and then, yeah, but everybody always, I heard this and I heard that. You got to start getting rid of them folks. If they always heard something they was there, they were talking to. Your ears ain't never been nowhere your mouth went with. How your ears there and your mouth just stayed at home? If you heard some every week. A little girl looked at Peter and said, he's one of them. See, when you really belong to God, you won't be able to hide it. You, 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 you go to the club, they be like, why are you here? You trying to drop it like a hot, and all of a sudden you break into the parade there. Oh, Jesus Drunk, calling out to the Lord, Lord, you've been good to me. Blowing everybody high. Don't even cuss right no more. <laughs> Tried to cuss somebody out, couldn't even get it out your tongue tied. Why? Because you've been with the Lord. People know you've been with the Lord. Once you have the scent of the Lord on you, he will always be with you. And no matter how much you try to hide it with your sanctified self, the people of the world will know that you don't belong here. They were like, that is him. When they pointed at Peter, he said, I know him not. He compromised his own goals. Peter didn't want to deny him. He had just tried to kill a soldier the same night when they came to apprehend Jesus. Peter wasn't weak in no form, shape, or fashion. I know you're strong, but have you ever done anything you didn't want to do? Have you ever been anywhere you didn't want to go? Have you ever done something you thought you would never do? Have you ever done what you liked but didn't like what you did? How do you apprehend yourself when you mess up? How does a cop arrest himself for speeding? Now hold on, I was riding behind you. You need to give yourself a ticket too. <laughs> How do you apprehend yourself? God sent three people to ask him the same question. Do you remember when you used to praise God? Do you remember when you used to read your word every day? Do you remember when you used to ask God about things you ask everybody else about now? Do you remember when you used to put your faith in God and not those men and women? The devil always increases the amount of pressure in your life as you distance yourself between the Lord. 
As you increase your distance, he increases the pressure. The cock crowed three times after he denied him three times. The cock was a sign of the distance that had been created between Peter and the Lord. The amount of people you talk to before you go to God, that's a distance. Why you always got to go find pastor? Hopefully the word to do something for you. You ain't got to find pastor. You have to find your deacon every time you got a problem. Some of y'all had the same problem every week. Why you got to be loose every Sunday? You ain't loose, stay loose. In the midst of all that was going on with Jesus, Jesus turned and looked at Peter. Peter saw Jesus' face and remembered what Jesus had told him about denying him, and he wept bitterly. How well do you know yourself? Do you know what's in you? Some of us think we know all the answers, but if we just keep on living, life will show us that we have a breaking point like everybody else. Life will shut your mouth. If you keep on living, you won't be so quick to judge everybody around you. Life has a way of dealing out stuff, some stuff that you'd have called you to curl up your pointing finger and put it in your pocket. Life will cure you of gossip. Life will cure you of judging other people. I don't worry about when people judge me. I just wait and count the days. If they keep on living, they are getting mad just like me. Oh... There's little difference between Peter and Judas. That's why Jesus said, let the wheat grow up with the tares. Because you might throw Peter out with Judas. They both look kind of close to like they both did something wrong to Jesus. They both denied Jesus. They, but but what the only difference is Peter repented. See, when you get to the breaking point, you will begin to question every decision you've ever made. Every person you were surrounded by. Pressure will make you question everything. Pressure will make you get mad about some wet wipes. <laughs> Jesus, when you got enough pressure on you, people will think you done lost your mind because something so small has set you off, but they don't understand the pressure that you already under. Ooh. I, I, you know, I, maybe I can't talk to everybody. Yeah, maybe it's just three people that I need to talk. I want to talk to the people that have been to hell and back. I want to talk to some people that who are not sure about themselves, who don't think they know all the answers. I don't care how tough and smart you are. One day you're going to come to a point and you're going to second guess a decision that you have made in your life. I know some of you don't know what I'm talking about because you got it all together. You still walking on water and cutting off ears. But if you just keep on living, just a few more chapters down the line, you're going to run into something you can't handle. Oh, Peter wasn't there when they beat Jesus to a pole. He had just cut the man's ear off. Peter wasn't there when they cracked Jesus' cranium with the crown of thorns. He wasn't there when they stretched him wide and hung him high. He wasn't there when he walked up the way of Via Dolorosa, carrying his cross with his intestines hanging out, holding him with one hand, carrying the cross in the other. He wasn't there when he walked up the way of suffering. He wasn't there when they took his robe. He wasn't there when they drew lots on him. He wasn't there when the sun turned back black and the moon turned to blood. He wasn't there when it was dark from the sixth to the ninth hour. He wasn't there. You can't count on people when they at the breaking point. I was originally going to call this message the breaking point but the Holy Spirit and Reverend Walden <laughs> 
help me. Well, I went to Mark 16 and 7, and the angel, something the angel said brought me to this title, it ain't over. Well, I said it isn't over, I believe I said it correctly on the board. <laughs> it isn't over, is it? <laughs> but for my hood folk, it ain't over. I talk to my SWATs folk that be watching me, it ain't over. And I talk to my downtown new boy, new, it ain't over. <laughs> see, 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 I, I, the angel helped me. Mark 16 and 7 says, but go your way. Tell the disciples and Peter that he go up before you into Galilee. Therefore shall ye see him as he said unto you. The angel said unto them, tell the disciples and Peter. Y'all don't hear me. Even though Peter had messed up, Jesus wanted to make sure that he built his confidence back up. I don't care how many times you fall. Jesus will make sure that he brings you up to where you're supposed to be. He already know that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He already know that you fall short. He already know. He already know you want to do the right thing but your flesh sometimes puts you in a predicament but what I realized brother Dre he didn't call Andrew by name he didn't call James by name he didn't call Philip by name he didn't call Bartholomew by name he didn't call Matthew by name he didn't even call the disciple who he loved John by name oh y'all don't hear me right now Jesus was saying he was hitting the reset button on Peter although he came to the breaking point this did not mean that his purpose and destiny was over. I'm so glad that even when God gets tired of me, Jesus walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I'm his own. I know you had sex last night. I know you did it out of wedlock, but he's still calling you. I know you weren't faithful to your fast, but he's still calling you. I know you said you weren't going to make it through the month. You was going to make it through the month without drinking but he's still calling you even though you got drunk I know you at the breaking point but he's still calling you if you're still breathing that's your clue that God is not through with you tell the devil to unhand you because it's not over tell the devil to unhand your children because it's not over tell that slippery lying serpent to let you go because you're more than overcomer you're more than a conqueror tell him that you're the head and not the tail above and not beneath tell him although your lip may be busted your teeth may be cracked your eye may be black you might but I'm gonna press toward the mark of his holy call and faint not because he who began a good work in me shall finish it. It ain't over. It ain't over. I don't care if a skinny lady sing. I don't care if a fat lady sing. It ain't over. And to God said it over. He is a God of one more chance. He is of God of two more chances. It said a just man will fall seven times, but he will get up again. Seven does not mean seven. Seven means it's the number 
of completion. Maybe he failed four times. Maybe he failed six times. Maybe he failed 20 times. But the difference is between Peter and Judas. Judas didn't repent. He killed himself. Peter humbly came back to Jesus and Jesus took his hand and restored him and said fulfill your purpose if you still love me feed my sheep if you still love me pray for my people if you still love me preach my way if you still love me take care of your family if you still love me take care of your enemies hey I made it through the breaking point. I made it through my lonely hour. I'm here to tell you, weeping may endure for a night, but joy, hey, joy comes in the morning. Hey, I shall keep going and faint not. He shall renew your strength. You shall mount up. Not like a buzzard, not like a pigeon, not even like a hawk, but you shall mount up like an eagle. Hey, because I and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Hey! Oh, Jesus, it's already over. It's already done. It's already, it's already complete. Shout it out, it's already over. I know you're at your breaking point, but it, it, it's not over. I know you're at your breaking point, but, but it ain't over. I know you're at your breaking point, but it's not finished yet. When Jesus said it was finished, he was saying he finished the work so you could have the victory. He was crucified before the foundation of the world. You already delivered. You already healed. You already victorious. Shut it up, Abosa. You already won. Don't you know you already won? It's over. It's over. You just handled it in between time. It's over. You already had the victory. You just got to walk it out. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the author and finisher. You just got to keep walking. He's going to make sure you cross the finish line. The fight is fixed. You already won. It's over. He just let a little drama happen in your life so it'll be interesting so you can have a testimony. Nobody want to hear no boring testimony. People want to hear some drag stuff. That's why Scandal stayed on so long. That's why Game of Thrones kept lasting. That's why the blacklist still on. People like drama. So probably been on for 80 years. Same folk on there, just Beijing, that's all. Drama. People love drama. And so God allows some drama to happen in your life so people can come 
to witness your demise, witness your failure, witness your death. But he set you up for a comeback because when they thought they was going to witness your death, they witnessed your resurrection. They witnessed your victory. <laughs> then they get mad. But the drama draws people in. He allows it to happen so that he can use you in a mighty way. I know you cut off some ears, Peter, but be careful because you will run into something that you don't feel like you can fight. 